for Delaware State of the Arts. I'm Andy Truscott. My guest today is Courtney Clark, the owner and director of Drama Kids Delaware. Drama Kids Delaware is a drama education company for ages five and up. They offer in-school and community classes that teach confidence, creative movement, and so much more. Courtney, thank you so much for joining me today. And as we kick off here, can you share a little bit about uh, what Drama Kids Delaware provides to students in the Wilmington and Brandywine Valley area? Sure. We provide after-school and community drama education classes. However, we focus on public speaking skills. Building confidence in kids is our number one goal. It is not just for the theatrical child. It's for the shy child, possibly the child that just kind of needs to know how to manage their emotions in a group setting, Um, especially after COVID and everything being very tech-related, Zoom-related, it's very important for these kids to get back some of these face-to-face social skills. So we've been really focusing on that lately as well. So for those that might see this and think Drama Kids Delaware, we're doing musicals or plays, talk to us a little bit about what the product is. So are we using theater games and activities to foster and, and improve these skills, or are they actually putting on a show at the end? Sure, that's a great question. So we actually do both. But the core of the, I'll call it the regular, normal in-school program is providing kids with confidence. The end product is twofold. Most of the time we're in schools for an entire school year. And we will end the school year with what we call a parent presentation. So throughout the year, we've provided them with the skills to work on improv, work on components of speech, articulation, projection, um, everything like that, short scenes that they're acting out with the partner, snippets where we're giving them a sentence starter and they have to finish it. And they are presenting those skills to their parents in a short skit at the end of the school year. So yes, we do have an end product. Our musical theater program is entirely separate from our regular school program. And that is a little bit more intense for the kids that are looking for more of a musical theater skill-based, but our regular program does not focus on musical theater. So the regular program itself is is school-based and within the school day or after the school day? So it is after school. And we're not just school-based. We are out in the community as well, just because we don't have a brick-and-mortar location. And a lot of schools are at the point where they're calling us and wanting us to provide their programming to their schools, which is fantastic. So yes, we are after school. So on a Monday... Little Joey would stay after from 3.30 to 4.30 and partake in our program and mom or dad or whoever would come back and pick them up. Do they have to be a student at that school in order to participate? They do, which is also why we work hard to provide community community locations. So say we're not at your child's school. Um, We try to have a community location in Wilmington, Newark, Middletown to kind of hit all the counties. So there's at least somewhere where the children can take a class. So I assume based on that, you've got a number of teachers that at any time could be anywhere throughout the state. I do. I do. I have about nine um, teachers on staff currently. Started out with just myself teaching, uh, but we quickly grew. And yeah, I have about nine on staff in Delaware and about three on staff in Pennsylvania. Great. And so Drama Kids Delaware is not just based or not just solely providing services to Delawareans, but we're also looking, I'm assuming, right over the border in maybe Chester or Delaware counties. So I have Delaware County. So yes, we're drama kids of Delaware and we're also drama kids of Delaware County. <laughs> yeah, it's the same thing. Same I thing. Delaware it's County. It's the same thing. Yeah. Same thing. <laughs> um, as we look back, right? So how long has drama kids been around? 
So Drama Kids, the corporation has been around for a long time. Drama Kids Delaware has been around since 2014 is when I took it over. I believe the previous owner started it in 2011. And uh, as you look back to 2014, what motivated you to really pick up and, and run with this business? I was a teacher. I have always worked with kids. It's always been my passion. I was a performer um, for fun, you know, community, some semi-professional shows. And it just came down to when we decided to start a family, I was going to stay home and raise the children. And the person that previously owned this was selling it. And I was just like, oh my goodness, this is just literally a sign. I can still teach. I can still be with kids and I can promote what I'm so passionate about, which is theater and self-confidence and drama education. So it honestly, it was perfect. I still was able to stay home with my kids and not miss first steps or anything. And I'm still able to do what I really, really believe in doing, which is promoting arts education. As you think back on some of the skills that your students leave your leave your classes with, what do you think are some of the top two, three skills that you really see growth uh, over the time period? I would say social skills. I would say self-awareness and I would say public speaking. Um, My biggest success story that I share, and it's actually from my first year in business, is a mom called and the kid was so shy, would not even actually tell me their name in class, like just literally would not speak. And the mom was like, I just think this will help them become more comfortable in a group setting. And she called after a couple of months of classes and she said, for the very first time, my kid actually ordered his lunch out loud to the lunch lady at school. And she was like, and I was in tears bawling at the fact that he finally was confident enough to speak to the lunch lady. And I was like, wow, what an amazing thing that, yeah, like it's not just we're providing your skill, your child with skills to go on stage. We're providing your child with life skills. They can talk to the lunch lady. Now they can approach a group of friends at the playground and say, Hey guys, can I play with you? Small steps are just so important for these kids to take. So I love when I hear success stories like that. And I can assume too, as the students get older, skills like improvisation help them as it relates to team building or conflict resolution of, you know, what what do we do now when we hit this point of unsurety or or a a weird moment? Um, So I'm always thrilled to hear when theater games, and I say, you know, with air quotes, because really these games are are activities meant to kind of foster these skills that um, are not always... Uh, learned or taught within school. So I'm always glad to hear that these things exist. Yes, there's a huge SEL component, social emotional learning with our program as well. And it really does kind of shine through and the end product of what these kids can walk away with. Are there specific kinds of classes that uh, students sign up for? Or um, is it really just uh, a year long, I'll call it residency, right? So they go in knowing that it's just drama kids, but it's not like drama kids, Shakespeare or drama kids, you know, <laughs> drama kids, you know, Brecht or something like that. So yes, it's not super. So basically they'll sign up for a fall session followed by a spring session. Yep. And yes, they do go into it knowing that they're getting what we call a composite acting skills class, which basically just means it's open through kindergarten through fifth graders typically. Um, so yes, they're fully aware that we are providing a base curriculum. The very awesome thing about the curriculum is your kid can be in the program for six years without a lesson plan repeating. Mm-hmm. So it's set up for success for them. And so they don't get bored and do the same thing over and over again. 
And I'm assuming kind of like when you learn a, an instrument, uh, mm-hmm. even if you were to revisit the lesson or revisit a topic within the lesson, you're learning something different from it on the back end. And so, you know, self-confidence or improvisation is not just like, oh, good, I, ch- I mastered it, check, move on. There are, there are different layers and different levels to kind of learning that. And is that something you see with some of these students as they revisit those topics? Absolutely. And we actually, the way the lesson plans are structured is we work on the same components week by week. So it's not like one week we work on speech and the next week we're like, oh, you did a great job with projecting last week. We're done. So we're constantly building on those skills that they've mastered, honing in on them, maybe showing them a different way to do it now that they're advancing throughout it. But every week has the same components of the lesson plan based on the skill set that we're working on. As students age out at grade five, what's next? Are there other opportunities for older students? Sure. So they don't technically age out at grade five. It's just as far as in-school programming, we are not in any middle schools currently. However, our community classes are open to kids that are sixth grade through high school. So no, you don't really age out. But yes, it's hard to find us in a middle school. So that's where you would kind of go to the community program. And our lesson plans are divided into what we call lower and upper. So we just provide harder scene work with them, more intensive improvisation skills with them, and things like that. And then a lot of our kids have actually moved on to start working for us and being camp assistants and class assistants. Great. Um, Summer camps, question mark. Yeah, right. Um, Yes, we do summer camps. My husband is also a teacher. So we do aim to spend our summer as a family. So our summer camp programming is probably not as full as it could be. But that's just a family choice that we've made. Yes, we do provide summer camp programs. I believe this summer we're going to be at uh, St. Anne's in Middletown. We're going to be at Aspira Academy. We always have a summer program up at Albert Einstein. So we tend to do our summer programming where schools hire us to provide a program for them. Great, great. I just want to take a minute here and remind our listeners that you're tuned in to News Radio 1450 WILM and 1410 WDOV for Delaware State of the Arts. Courtney, as we think back on our programs, what do you think some of the key aspects of Drama Kids are? I know I'm a broken record here, but the self-confidence component... (laughs) The self-confidence component, the self-awareness, the drama education as a tool for success, building public speaking skills in children. And I love that it's open to all. A lot of times when you hear drama program, you assume it's for those kids that are actors or want to be the star in the school play. And this is for everybody. So they can kind of discover a passion for the arts or just a little bit more about themselves through the program. Do you have an example of a student that might have joined uh, in the school-based program that was just unsure about theater or drama and found that this was, you know, a place for them? That actually happens a lot. Um, I mean, you and I are both parents, so we know sometimes we work late and we might need a place for a kid to stay. So sometimes in school programs, we, we might have a kid or two who was about 50% sure that they actually wanted to sign up for the class, but somebody wanted them just to give it a go. And they came in very hesitant and unsure and, oh, this is not my thing. I don't want to do it. So we just make sure that they understand to kind of take that word drama out of your brain. Mm -hmm. This is a safe space to create. This is a safe space to try things. This is a safe space to have fun. Uh, We've had a lot of kids who have just kind of said, 
I don't feel comfortable being myself in class. I feel comfortable being myself here. I don't feel comfortable trying new things in class, but here everything's so upbeat and goofy and silly and nobody ever laughs at me or says anything that I really, really do feel safe attempting new skills. And that's incredible to hear from a kid, Um, especially towards the age of fifth grade. That's a hard, that's a hard year for a lot of kids. And it's really important for us to provide that safe, space for them. And we've gotten a lot of feedback on that. And as we think about, I mean, the the last few years have been hard, both for teachers, for students, for arts organizations, for artists. Um, what did you learn during COVID and with drama kids? My favorite quote right now is that I can do hard things. I have learned <laughs> that through COVID, we're going to be okay. Um, I was very proud of our business and I was very thankful to our families and our students for sticking by us because we certainly didn't shut down, but we certainly weren't doing anything because when, if our programs in schools and schools were shut down for almost two years, we're not providing programming. So we did an entire shift to online training, online classes. Um, For our musical theater program, we did a lot of very creative things. We would have open mic nights via Zoom. We would invite the kids for Disney sing-along nights. Um, And I would say about 50% of my clientele stood by me. Not that the rest left. I didn't know. Sure. (laughs) Sorry, other 50%. Um, Not that the rest like ran away or went anywhere, but a lot of them continued to pay their tuition through the pandemic, even though we weren't providing full programming a lot of them helped us spread the word. A lot of them just kind of stood by us. And that just spoke to the kind of family atmosphere that we've created. So I feel very blessed actually by the pandemic because it really showed me a lot of things. And the fact that we're still here just, I think, speaks to our creativity and the fact that we've built such a wonderful thing that it can still stand after all of that. You know, we're always thrilled to hear about the innovation that organizations in Delaware took throughout COVID. So when we think about um, how we turn around and pivot, and, you know, that's everyone's favorite word, right? How did we pivot during COVID to to do something different? Um, And in your case, it really wasn't pivot. It was just rehoming. You know, it was saying we're not going to be in person because nothing's in person right now. Mm -hmm. And so let's find ways that we can do similar activities to what we were doing just in this this new world. Um, And I'm assuming you had students that were um, just as thrilled to have this opportunity uh, and begging parents to, to be able to participate because this was, as you said, the safe space for them to be themselves. Yeah, I got a lot of really good feedback that it was very important that we continue to provide a sense of normalcy for these kids that needed it. A lot of the kids in the classes get very close to each other. So even seeing their friends on Zoom once a week was a lot. I really do want to quickly speak to the other really awesome thing that we did during COVID. Yeah. Um, Our musical theater program, clearly when you put on a musical, you put it on on a stage and you invite an audience and they come in and they watch you. I had the idea that we were going to be completely able to green screen a musical. And I was like, that can't be hard. Can I green screening a musical? So I literally turned my basement into a studio. I bought green screens, blue screens, and yellow screens because I learned the hard way that your clothing color (laughs) debates what color screen you can use. Sure. We um, taught all the vocals via Zoom, all the choreography via Zoom. Children sat in their home and pre-recorded their vocals which I then hired a local artist, Joe Trainer, to come on and actually edit everything. 
So we were able to do a full scale movie where the children were never, ever together. They came in and they um, recorded their sections one at a time in my basement. And then we edited it together to make a full scale movie musical. And it was the coolest thing I'd ever seen in my life. And the kids were so proud. The parents were like, we can't believe we did this. I'm like, yeah, I can't believe I did that either. <laughs> so we actually did two of those. We did Shrek Jr. and we did The Little Mermaid. And it was, I it was honestly, it's one of the proudest things I've ever done. I was like, I cannot believe that we pulled that off. And the kids were so happy that they still got to create. We shot scenes outside in the park. Sure. <laughs> We, we were so creative with that. And the parents were like, that was really cool that you found a way to still make a musical happen safely. Yeah. Congratulations. I, yeah, and, uh, that's a, I, I sit here even thinking, I don't, I don't know that I would go down that road. Uh, but, you know, especially when you have this many students looking for activities, this is great to hear. As you think to, I mean, this is a great example, right? But uh, as you think of the successes that you've had both pre and post covid what do you think some of those guiding principles are that help you ensure success? Believing in what you do. Success to me is not monetary at all. I wouldn't be doing this if success was monetary, to be honest. <laughs> um, you have to believe in what you do. You have to have faith that you're providing a good service. And yes, it's hard work. Yes, you're going to mess up. You are certainly going to fall. You're certainly going to anger people and maybe not say or do the right thing 100% of the time. But if you have full belief in the program you're providing and what you do. I think that that speaks volumes that your clients and your kids and your students trust you and have faith in you and your vision and what you're providing. And I think that's the key right there. What's next for drama kids. Any fun, exciting news coming up? Well, we, so drama kids of Delco, I purchased it right before the pandemic. And I mean like January, 2020. So I call that my, my baby that's just been kind of sitting in NICU. Sure, sure. <laughs> so my exciting news is Drama Kids of Delco is finally in some area schools up there. And those classes will be starting the end of January. Uh, Drama Kids of Delaware has some new schools coming on board at the end of January as well. And in May, we will be putting on the Jungle Book Kids and Fame Junior with our musical theater kids. Great. Yeah. Uh, if anyone would like to participate or learn more about how to be a teacher, be a coach with drama kids, what's mm -hmm. the best way to do so? They can always email me drama kids, D E one as in Delaware at gmail.com. They can go to our website, drama backslash D E one. And they can reach out. We are always looking for fantastic teachers. It's a great part-time job. I'm pretty okay to work for, I think, not too, not too hard. And you get to, you know, you get to send kids out in the world as little better people. That's a great right. job to have. <laughs> well, Courtney, as we wrap up on our time here, I just want to say thank you for joining me today. As she mentioned, if you'd like to learn more about Drama Kids Delaware, you can visit their website at dramakids.com backslash DE1.
Delaware State of the Arts is a weekly podcast that presents interviews with arts organizations and leaders who contribute to the cultural vibrancy of communities throughout Delaware. Delaware State of the Arts is provided as a service of the Delaware Division of the Arts in partnership with News Radio 1450 WILM and 1410 WDOV. The Delaware Division of the Arts, a branch of the Delaware Department of State, is committed to supporting the arts and cultivating creativity to enhance the quality of life in Delaware. Together with its advisory body, the Delaware State Arts Council, the division administers grants and programs that support arts programming, educate the public, increase awareness of the arts, and integrate the arts into all facets of Delaware life. To find out more about the division, visit arts.delaware.gov.